are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Doing well. How about you? I am good. Good, good. I am good. <clears throat> Matt, we uh, we are doing our team previews this week, and um, we talked about the uh, the Houston Texans and the Chicago Bears yesterday. We are uh, we're moving on though today, and next up is the Arizona Cardinals. And you'll probably notice that we are going in NFL draft order. These are the uh, the worst teams in the league this year. Uh, the Arizona Card- Cardinals finish with a four and thirteen record. They were last in the NFC West. Um, looking at this roster, there's there's a lot of a lot of name value mm-hmm. here, uh, but it also feels like a team that might get totally blown up i'm i'm a little worried about that what do you think yeah deandre hopkins name came up on our yesterday's podcast and it sounds like there's a very slim chance he returns but he has value in the dynasty community still i still think he could play marquise brown is intriguing to me um again we're talking about teams we don't know the coach we don't know who's calling plays things like that we don't know the the the, the severity really of kyler's injury but i still think no matter who's in charge Kyler's going to have immense value, assuming he returns or when he returns. Um, Trey McBride shown some good things. Uh, I don't know what Ertz's status is for his career and and contract and all those things, to be honest. But uh, for a, a team picking third overall, I mean, they have some things to talk about. Definitely some things to talk about. Let's get into that depth chart a little bit more right now. Um Kyler Murray, the quarterback, obviously 18.2 fantasy points. That's good for the quarterback nine finish. Uh, Of course, he did uh, miss several games after suffering the ACL injury. Uh, I believe it was on the first play of that week 14 game. Uh, He does still end up with seven games as a quarterback one, uh, but we're already seeing some reports that he will not be ready to start the 2023 season. So that's, that's strike one. Strike two is... The Cardinals don't really have any other options at quarterback. Uh, they're going to have to find a, a stop gap, uh, most likely on the free agent market. Moving over to the running back position, James Conner is there, your old buddy from Pittsburgh. <laughs> had, a, had a really solid season once again. Uh, kind of an under underrated season, I think, or overlooked like, season. Never leaves the field. Say. He, well, that's because they have nothing else <laughs> at running back. <laughs> that too. Connor finished with 15.4 fantasy points per game. He was the running back 10 and gave us nine games as a top 24 runner. Yeah, the the depth chart, you're right. He he played a ton. Mm-hmm. He played on passing downs. He obviously was the was the lead back on the early downs and he really was on the field all the time. Keontae Ingram, kind of a notable name. They draft him in the late rounds last year. Uh just Played sparingly, mm-hmm. gave us a point and a half per game on average outside of the top 100 running backs. Um, maybe Connor moves on. He is under contract for 2023, but you think about a, a veteran like Connor, 
Uh, he he's I would say he's a cut candidate. Maybe. Uh, yeah. On to the wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, the name we've already mentioned, missed seven games this year, was suspended for six of those, and then missed the final game of the year. Uh, averaged 16.9 fantasy points per game. He was the wide receiver 10 um, and gave us six top 24 wide receiver games. Hollywood Brown, they traded for him last offseason right at the uh, at the NFL draft, actually. 13 fantasy points per game. Wide receiver 28, he missed five games. Rondell Moore, 11 fantasy points per game. Wide receiver 40, he missed nine games. So you're talking about uh, a, a total of 21 missed games. DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, and Rondell Moore. Uh, the player who took advantage of that was Greg Dortch. 7.1 yeah. fantasy points per game uh, with, with several uh, really key games in there where he stepped up when, when Moore or Hollywood were out. He's a restricted free agent this off season. I think he could get paid and I hope he does. Yeah. Yeah. He might. It's a weak receiver class in free agency. He might do okay. Yeah, it really is. AJ, uh, AJ green, Robbie Anderson also on that roster. Uh, of course, used both of those used to be really meaningful names in the fantasy space. Not so much anymore. AJ Green's a free agent, and certainly wouldn't be a surprise a surprise if he hung it up and called mm-hmm. it a career. Zach Ertz, eleven point six fantasy points per game, tight end six. He did miss seven games uh, with that injury. Uh, we'll see if that injury lingers into the twenty twenty three season. They drafted Trey McBride a year ago. He didn't do much of anything. Uh, until Ertz was out, uh, ended up with a, a strong end to the season, but uh, all in all, 3.8 fantasy points per game, tight end 45. This is a team that just hired a new general manager. They need to hire a new head coach. So lots of questions still about this Cardinals team. We'll try to get to some of those right after this. I have also told you guys about Ultimate GM, Ultimate Football GM before as well. I mean, when I was a kid, there's nothing I liked better than building teams and pretending I was a GM, and that's why I end up doing this, what I do for a living, obviously. So if you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM as I have, well, your dream can come true, and this game is absolutely for you. So manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the entire season, and lead your team to glory, hopefully. You're responsible for, you got to hire the right coaches as well as coordinators. you got to trade for players, trade your own guys, making draft picks, which is probably the most fun part of it, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. Uh, this All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. So Locked On Dynasty listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on all caps in the game store that's locked on so make sure you check it out immediately to download this game just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores that's ultimate-gm.com ultimate football gm start your dynasty today thanks again for making locked on dynasty your first listen every day Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, Matt, let's go back to the Cardinals. Still yeah. some 
some uh, some guys to talk about here. Um, it, like I said, I, I really feel like this could be a blow up situation where uh, Kyler's not ready, Connor is cut, Nuke is traded, uh, maybe even Ertz is cut. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And and then you're left with. Hollywood Brown and, and Rondell Moore, both of those, and along with Trey McBride, McBride, but both of those receivers were brought in via draft and trade to play in that Cliff Kingsbury system. And both of these are they're, pretty important. They're tiny. Pretty important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, cer- certainly undersized. But um, they obviously fit in, in what Kingsbury wanted to do. Uh they're not going to fit in every offense. Are, are you worried about those two players specifically and their and what their dynasty value and ultimately their production might look like uh, in 2023? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, again, we're commenting on teams without coaches at the moment, and they may not have their quarterback for a while. I still think Marquise Brown, I think Moore is more of a specialty player. I think Brown would basically be good no matter where he's at. I mean, he, okay. he did pretty well with the Ravens who don't throw the football, you know, so it, it probably <laughs> won't be worse than that. <laughs> um, you, As you were saying that, I mean, there could be a lot of change for sure, but I'm also looking at the status of their defense and their offensive line and think, I don't know that they can afford to draft a lot in the way of skill players. You know, maybe you just hand the ball to Connor right. and run him into the ground. And they could get a someone that looks like AJ Green, you know, uh, somebody with some size, maybe some downfield long strider type. Maybe that's a third round pick. But my bet is you're kind of looking at what you get. It makes me think. Who knows what the new staff thinks of him? But it's a pretty good opportunity for Trey McBride. I mean, he's young. He actually has some size. You would think he'd be a red zone presence. If you like him, if you like him coming out of school, I don't know that you change your tune too much on him. Yeah, I agree. I like Trey McBride as a buy in Dynasty Leagues. Uh, I mentioned earlier that he ended the season uh, on a little bit of a high note. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that certainly helps, gives us a little more confidence in him, but I don't think it um, makes him necessarily difficult to trade for. Right, right. Uh, he might, yeah, if you've got a, a bigger trade working, he might even be that throw-in type of player that, that you could get. Uh, to finish out a a deal. Um, other players that I'd be interested in buying, I mean, still Kyler Murray, obviously. Sure, sure. You know, if, if you find that you're getting the injury discount, if we uh, potentially get any any news about lingering problems with, with this injury, uh, then I would be certainly buying low on him. If there's... If, if there's not an injury discount, though, I'm, I'm probably staying away from that one. Um, you know, I, I had some questions and other people had some questions about him even before that injury. There, oh, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we heard about the battles with Cliff Kingsbury, and, and you assume that's going to be better now with, with a, a new coaching staff. Um, and Kyler will reportedly have some input on who they do hire. So we'll we'll see how this goes. Yeah, but I mean those clauses about having to do X amount of film study, right? And his right. size and durability, and does he play well with others? I mean, there's plenty of questions around Kyler. Yeah, was it was it Patrick Peterson that had the comments about the the type of leader he was in the locker room? I, I believe that I was think Peterson. So, yeah, uh, and that certainly was not was not flattering. It wasn't glowing, was not good yeah. news. Right, was not good news for. Uh, 
for Kyler Murray. So lots of questions uh, to be answered about this Arizona Cardinals roster this offseason. We'll be watching all of those very closely. Matt, let's shift over really quickly to the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts finish 4-12-1. They're third in the AFC South. Uh, and, and they're going to have the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft, and they need it uh, because their quarterback this past season was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan gave them 12.9 fantasy points per game, quarterback 30. He was benched on two different occasions. Um, Jonathan Taylor is, of course, the leader of their backfield and, and really the most important player on this team from a dynasty standpoint, but he had a rough year, missed six sure. games. Struggled in many games. 13.3 fantasy points per game. Uh, good for the RB18 on the year. He did give us seven games as a top 24 uh, running back, but also had two different injuries that cost him to miss time, including the fantasy playoffs. If you needed him then, uh, sorry, he was not there <laughs> for you. Uh, the Colts did trade uh, Naheem Hines this season, uh, so they ended up using uh, Deion Jackson and Zach Moss. Uh, when when Taylor was out. Michael Pittman is the wide receiver that you need to know. 13.6 fantasy points per game. He actually outscored Taylor, which is notable. Uh, he was the wide receiver 21. Paris Campbell, 8.5 fantasy points, wide receiver 63. He is a free agent this offseason. Alec Pierce, they drafted last season, 7 fantasy points per game, wide receiver 82. And kind of like their counterparts in the AFC South, they just have a uh, a bundle at tight end that they uh, they throw out there. Mo Ali Cox, Kylan Granson, Jelani Woods, those are the names. They're all kind of the same guy, averaging five points or fewer uh, per game. Jelani Woods is the one I'm most interested in. He might be one of my hot far. young tight ends. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> So Matt, that that's that's kind of the roster for the Colts yeah. right now, and um, we talked about the Chicago Bears yesterday, maybe making a trade. And uh, if if you look at the mock drafts, the team that's most often moving up is the Indianapolis Colts. They have that need at quarterback, sitting at at the four spot. You would assume they could maybe sit there and and get one, uh, if not if not Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, maybe Will Levis. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would think they're going to be aggressive. They need to be aggressive because this team uh, has, you know, they just have struggled with that quarterback position. They've brought in the veterans over and over the past few years. And, um, you know, it, it, sometimes it's worked. It certainly did not work this year. Though. Right. I mean, ever since Luck retired, I mean, they've been scrambling, obviously. And yeah. I, I'd be shocked if they take the same approach um, in terms of, going after Carr or Garoppolo. I think the, the priority will be get a rookie either at four or maybe more likely at one. The beauty of picking four is the Bears should be super open to going to four because that almost guarantees you that you'll get Anderson or Carter. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you, you know, you're you're obviously getting more than that as well. You're staying in that range. You're getting the guy you want potentially along with, you know, maybe a second rounder, maybe a first rounder in next year's draft. That seems to be the price to move up uh, recently. Um, the Yeah, the Colts, uh, obviously they're going to 
go a different direction mm-hmm. at quarterback and uh you know, maybe they maybe they draft one of these guys and sign a veteran. I could see mm, them doing maybe. both. Yeah, uh, I I think they want no part of Matt Ryan. I, I, no. he is not a not a free agent, but uh, almost certainly will be gone off this roster. Matt, we'll continue to talk about the Indianapolis Colts right after this. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. It's amazing all the options. Of course, pro football, uh, college was great, basketball, baseball's right around the corner. They've got it all at Bet Online, anything you can think of. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Matt. Let's finish up our conversation on the Indianapolis Colts. We we've got to talk about Jonathan Taylor here. Yeah, this yeah. is um, it, it was it was a rough season. This was a player who uh, was pretty much locked in as the one hundred one. Uh, in in dynasty startups a year ago was very often the 101 in redraft leagues this past year as well and I mean the injuries are, are one thing but the injuries were not the only thing this is a player who uh, was a disappointment even when he was on the field uh, in my opinion what do you see with Jonathan Taylor and and can he turn it around in 2023 I think he can turn it around. I mean, I still trust the player. I do think his tape wasn't quite as good as it used to be, of course. Um, But I think he's still an elite talent at that position. I think their O-line still has most of its pieces in place, and the left tackle would be nice. But, um, you know, I, I don't think the blocking will be horrendous for him. My worry is we just know that, you know, running backs just have such a short shelf life that if the yeah. Colts have a miserable year breaking in a rookie quarterback, then you look at Taylor and be like, boy, he's time to get rid of him. Yeah, I think it's time to get rid of him in dynasty leagues, honestly. Yeah. And, and in fact, that that time was probably a year ago to max out your uh, your return on that. But he, he still has a ton of dynasty value, still a first round startup pick. Still, uh, at least according to the Dynasty ADP from DLF, uh, we talked about that last week, he's still the RB1. Now, when Bijan Robinson (laughs) is is in the mix, maybe that changes. Um, We we both agreed last week that we don't necessarily see him uh, or didn't agree on that that valuation last week, but uh, he's, he's at least in the mix. Um, I'm with you though. I'm, I'm worried about this team. And as much as I like the talent of Jonathan Taylor, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was another, uh, another frustrating year in 2023. And if you can move off of him to a wide receiver or p- pivot down to a, a different running back, I would certainly be considering that. Yeah, I can absolutely see that. Where are you on Pittman? I, I still think Pittman's a really good player. Top, yeah, I mean, guy to invest in right now, though. It really is because he he's still carrying a lot of value. Mm-hmm. Um, although I I think he's another one, and and you know he's he's a a victim of the offense and a victim of the quarterback play. But he was a disappointment as well. He he goes off in week one against the Houston Texans. He's the wide receiver five on the week, and it looks like he's going to have that 
that truly dominant breakout season. And that ends up being by far the best game of his season. And uh, he dealt with injuries and uh, missed a little bit of time. And, and like I said, he had to, he had Matt Ryan throwing him the ball most of the year. Yeah. That's just what um, I was going to kind of say about the quarterback situation. And this, this applies to Pierce too, who I think is a very good young prospect as well that, in a lot of these cases, like, oh, I just, you know, and I just said it, but it's going to be a rookie quarterback, it's going to be a long year. But I bet the quarterback's play, no matter who it is, is better than it was this year. I mean, I'm not sure anybody had worse quarterback play than the Colts this year. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I'm um, I'm not worried about, well, I shouldn't say I'm not worried. Um, whoever, I agree, whoever the quarterback is, I think it's going to be better, be better. if it's if it's Bryce Young, if it's Will Levis, if it's, uh, a veteran as as a, a bridge to one of those rookies, mm-hmm. whoever it is, I'm going to feel more confident with uh, with Michael Pittman. But his his value just hasn't gone down. I mean, we said uh, we said Taylor was still a first rounder. Pittman's still in in that third fourth round range. Ugh. So you know, I wouldn't call him. He's not really a buy low because his price has not just hasn't dropped. Yeah, um, I don't know. I could yeah, pay that kind of price for him. It was a rough year. I think he's going to cost you a first round rookie pick plus most likely. And knowing that situation, not knowing the quarterback, not knowing the head coach, I'm probably just, I'm probably just going to take a shot on one of those rookie receivers instead of flip that pick for Michael Pittman. Yeah. I'm leaning that way too. The more you think about it, I thought his value would have dropped more than that. He is still young. He still has a bright future ahead of him, but I own him in a lot of leagues. I, I probably will just hang on to him or see what. See, yeah, you know. yeah. If I've already got him, I'm I'm okay keeping him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I always always have those talks. See if there's somebody out there willing to pay the price. But um, he's he's not a guy that I I wouldn't want on my dynasty rosters. Just one I'm not willing to invest in at his current price. Yeah, I don't know. He's my fourth pick in a startup draft. Like a fourth round? Oh, yeah. 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 He's right. Right. I agree. Um, We talked about Pierce. We talked about Jelani Woods. Both of those guys coming off solid rookie seasons. I like both of them. Uh, Give me give me both of those guys. They would be trade targets for me. Um, Already suggested selling Taylor. Uh, Paris Campbell, anything there? He is a free agent. Yeah, I mean, I can see him ending up in Chicago or, you know, someone that has money and you know, uses him a little bit more. I bet he gets paid more than he should. We've mentioned it's a bad free agent receiver class. Yeah. I was enamored with him coming out of Ohio State, and I'm one of those many that had to suffer through the downtimes, and it's hard to forget those. Yeah, the downtimes have been uh, have been plentiful. Mm-hmm. I would kind of like to see him land with a different team. You know, I, yeah. I think back to um, – Curtis Samuel, another, yeah, uh, good another call. former, yeah, another former Buckeye uh, who didn't really have much of a career in, in Carolina, goes to Washington, and uh, I know he's dealt with injuries and, and some other things, but really, really popped and, and looked like a player who could help us once he was in that new and different offense. I wonder if we could see maybe the same thing with Paris Campbell if he uh, finds a new team. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. You know, it gets to a scheme that, you know, a, a good scheming coach and gives gives him some carries here and there too. Uh, he's dangerous. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. 
Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.